You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Looking at this page, it is like the inside of my head. It really is. You guys are kind of very similar. Yeah, especially with like my Google search history. It would <laughs> it would be that. Like, ooh, what's going on here? Oh, Teddy Roosevelt? Okay, cool. Let's look at that. Oh my gosh, Slenderman? What's, let's look up Slenderman. And then it's just constant like Wikipedia searches. Like mm-hmm. I can't even really watch a television show because all I'll do is just Oh, I know. It's infuriating. Yeah. Like you don't pay attention. Like you'll like, you will lose that where you're like, oh, this is boring. I'm like, because you got lost down some rabbit hole at the beginning because you're yeah. really like, I thought I recognized that person from somewhere. Yeah, and then I'll research Oh, they were in a World War II movie. Oh, tell me more about World War II. Yep. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's pretty much it. That is my head. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network and then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. Thank you for finding us. We have a wonderful show lined up for you today. We're going to be playing our interview with Dan Cummins. We're going to uh, talk about that more here in just a minute. Before we do that, though, I want to say a thank you to Larry. Larry wrote in because he went to funemploymentradio.com and clicked on the Expedia oh, link. Larry's the best. To book his travels. To book his travels? Where yes. is he traveling to? I'm not going to reveal Did that. Did he not tell you? Uh, I don't know. Does he not know. want you to follow him? Um, well, I mean, Were he you kind invited? of said. He didn't say I was invited necessarily. But he didn't say you weren't invited. He didn't say I wasn't. Okay. So, I mean, I think that's kind so of. That's basically him inviting you along. Gives me permission. Mm-hmm. You know, it looks like he's going to be going. Uh, to Mexico. I oh, thought yeah. you said you weren't supposed to. Oh, I'm not supposed to say. Never mind. Sorry, yeah. Larry. I maybe I spoiled it. Yeah. Because I think Della knows, but um, what if she doesn't know? Bat in a thousand, Greg. Uh oh, I may have just spoiled it. Mm-hmm. Well, either way, I'll be there with you. Um, <laughs> I'm coming along. I'll be there. To pick up the pieces. <laughs> yep, I'm coming along with you. We'll be buddies. We'll be pals. Yep, that's what's going to happen. Uh, by the way, I uh, I'm staying following. in your hotel room, yes. so, so we'll just say that. Now it's just getting weird. Now it's getting strange, mm-hmm. isn't it? Well, just go to funandpublicradio.com and click on the Expedia link uh. and book your travels. Bring me with you. Um, <laughs> Please don't make that the bullet point for our Expedia. Bring me with you. <laughs> Shop Expedia. I'm Bring me along. with you. <laughs> where, where are we headed? Tell, just tell me where we're headed. Oh what time do I got to be at the airport? All right, so, so there is, there's that. Just go to our website and click on the Expedia link. That would be awesome. Um, so we need to get to, to, to the interview that we have here today because it was fantastic. Dan Cummins has been on the show many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. That's uh, Friday, October 13th. Oh, it is Fri- Friday. It is the Friday the 13th. Ooh. Ooh. Is that your scary noise? Yeah, I mean, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so actually, our friend Jez in the chat, I was looking and he was asking if I had any sort of weird phobia about Friday the 13th, which I don't think I do. Do you? No, not really. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's kind of uncomfortable. I know this is like the last Friday, like October, Friday the 13th for like several years. Yeah, because those are like a big deal. Yeah, is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Have you ever seen those memes online where people are like, can you believe that this is the only year that uh, Halloween falls on a Friday the 13th? And people will actually fall for that. Oh, God. Yeah. They're like, oh, my gosh, that's so crazy that Halloween's on a Friday the 13th. I'm like. Really think about it. Well, it's the internet. You're <laughs> not, you're not internet. always looking at the brightest bunch on there. It's free for everybody to post. Yes, there it is. No, there are no exclusions to mm-hmm. posting on the internet, and that is what you end up getting with that. Yes. Well, let's, uh, let's get to our interview here, though. That Which, we, by the we way, it doesn't, doesn't even really feel like an interview. Yeah, that's so true. So much as it does, just uh, three Did, people hanging out. Like, Dan is one of those people. He's not just a comedian. He is just a... Just a really well-rounded, likable guy who's talented in so many different facets. Like, you'll listen to him talking. Yeah. He's just intelligent and funny and uh, just an amazing human being. He's always working on stuff, too. I mean, that, and that's what I was he's talking about at the very beginning is he's got a new podcast called Time Suck. And basically, he'll find any kind of subject that he's interested in, and then he'll research it heavily and then do, like, a two-hour podcast on it. So if you look at his page... I'm looking through, like, one is just on Kurt Cobain, one's on Rasputin, one's on uh, North Korea, one is on Atlantis, and then he does mm-hmm. just all kinds of different things. It's uh, it's really fascinating, so I'm, I'm definitely going to Yeah, so we talked to him a lot about his comedy and uh, a lot about, like, Spokane and different places where he's lived, and then yeah. we kind of get into the whole podcasting thing, which is a 
it's a pretty fun yeah. discussion. Yeah. So, so why don't we get to it? Let's let's go ahead and get to it. Yeah. And the interview just kind of rolls in. I think we're we're all just sitting in here, and somehow we started singing '90s songs. Yeah, oh, Stone, Stone Temple, Temple Pilots. Pilots. I don't know why. I don't know why either. I have no idea how that happened. Just but that's just how did. you know that something's good is when you just naturally start all singing together. Yeah, it just kind of nine thirty in the morning. You're like, yeah, all exactly. Right. Exactly. This oh, is happening. and a uh, side note, he does bring up Bruce Campbell because Dan was on, um, I think, KATU this morning. Yeah. And Bruce Campbell also happened to be on. So he got bumped uh, to a later time slot because Bruce Campbell showed up. That's so, all right. That's, that's, a, that's a good reason to be We bumped. all agreed. That's, yeah, that's a solid reason. Yes. Ash from the Evil Dead. Yes, yeah. that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, let's go ahead and do it. Here it is. Dan Cummins. Again, he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club tonight and tomorrow. Get your tickets at heliumcomedy.com. It is Dan Cummins on FunEmploymentRadio.com. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. All right, wait, now that made me go. That still is my favorite song, I think, of theirs. Of STP? Yeah. The first one. Yeah. For single. Yeah, that very first one. Big Crush, Big E. I can't remember. That's a weird name. I, I was never a big STP fan, but I did like that particular Dead and song. Bloated was good. Dead and Bloated, yeah. yeah. I, I really mm-hmm. liked, actually, I got into them later, and I like um, the Tiny Gifts from the Vatican or Vatican Dave Gifts, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like uh-huh. that one. I like Purple, like Interstate Love Song. <gasps> Interstate Love Song's one. good. Yeah. That's yeah. solid. Yeah. Uh, what's that one? Is that the Times are wasted, girl? Where you live for tomorrow? And I see that was the first album, I think. I think that was first. Was it the first one? Okay, I think he got less like, yeah, the albums went on. He started off like more Allison trying to do like the Allison Chain stuff, yeah, yeah. Well, because all of them did, like even Pearl Jam, it's like, like you can do that for like basically every. I never got into Pearl Jam. Oh, really? Yeah, I love Eddie Vedder, where it's like, as a as a person, exactly. As a person, what I think he's cool. Yeah. <laughs> so I've I've uh, been yeah into them. I love I loved Pearl Jam, but every time I've been in the car when like daughter comes on and Craig's like, yeah. oh, I hate the song. Oh, How funny. can you hate yeah. that? Call I just, me daughter. It's so yeah. good, Jeremy. I mean, I remember yeah. how my mind. Jeremy's was blo- good. Do you remember seeing that video for the first uh-huh. time in the nineties? Oh 90s? yeah. I yeah. remember what a huge controversial deal that was. Yeah. Like when he's standing wrapped in the American flag. I rem- I was like my sixth grade mind was blown. I traded my Pearl Jam. 10 album for a Pantera album in high school. Ooh. That's I went that route. Oh. Yeah. Is this like your That's hey I'm cool. no, <laughs> no. It's not it's not. In the metal it's world. just saying <laughs> that was it. I traded in my flannel for a leather jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus <Christ>. Skull tattoo. <laughs> You're so cool. <laughs> That's, that wasn't We should meant introduce to be cool. our guests. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, let's just go. We'll start off with a We're just song. doing we have to we have to keep that in. Welcome back to Fun yes. Employment Radio. We are joined now <laughs> by Dan Cummins. Hello. Hello, hello. And hello. our 90s talk. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, welcome back, Dan. How how long has it been? About a year? About a year, I about think. Probably. I think. Something yeah, like that. Year-ish. Yeah. Year-ish. Yeah, you always kind of come with the changing of the seasons. Yeah, I guess I think so, actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either spring or fall. Yeah. <laughs> fall fashion is in, and so is Dan Cummins here in town right now. <laughs> That's how you can tell. The leaves are falling. <laughs> well, have you? Uh, how's your time been in Portland so far? Because you got mm. in yesterday? Yeah, I got in yesterday mm-hmm. and had a, had a good crowd last night. And Did you yeah, see the crazy hailstorm? Uh, no, I missed that. Oh, man, that was nuts. There was it, a tornado. Yeah. No way. Yeah, an actual tornado touchdown. Oh, my God. Yeah. In Poland. Yeah. In Canby, like just south Shit. of here. Nuts. Yeah, and then yeah. there's Weirdest this... weather everywhere this year. Yeah, I was outside, and all of a sudden, these like marble-sized hail balls start coming down, and it's sunny. It makes yeah. absolutely no sense. <laughs> so it's like hailing and sunny, and I'm afraid I'm going to lose an eyeball because there's going to be a fucking hail ball stuck hail in Hail is eye. weird. Hail just doesn't seem real. It doesn't. Like, how is the sky raining ice? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Yeah. How are rainbows made? How? <laughs> Why is any of this happening? <laughs> I did. Actually, I happened to be at a bar when that was happening. And there were so many drunk people that uh, had been there, I guess, for quite some time. And they were walking around with their glasses trying to Hilarious. catch the hail in their cups. <laughs> They're like, oh, that's like crushed ice. I'm like, yeah, okay. Now, now that we're on a different level. That would be, be amazing. I just picture some like uh, some sad, like elderly alcoholic. You know, he's, <laughs> he's living like it's his last months, you know, yeah. in some horrible studio. Studio, all run down. And he's he's got gin, you know, some like bot like monarch it's just bottom show gin. Warm. Oh, yeah. Lukewarm, you know. He's he's that's all he's got left. And he's like, ah, just if I could, God, have just a little ice before I die. And then just this hailstorm, just walking out and filling his glass. Like this is the happiest he's been in years. This almost makes up for my son not loving me. 
It's a drink. <laughs> that is a different that, way to look at hail. That's yeah. a good. That's yeah. a good way to look at hail. It is. Yeah. Some old man's getting his last drink. Right. Some old deadbeat dad. Almost. He's got. He doesn't know he has cancer yet, but he's wondering why he's been losing weight. Oh my god. And he's he gets a little bit of ice for his for his monarch gin. <laughs> that's, that's a lovely way. That was look at kind it. of sadly what it looked like. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't painted in such a beautiful brushstroke like that. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of sadness and old men, so you're from Spokane. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> from Spokane. <laughs> that, is, that actually works. I feel like that's like what it does work. There's well, a lot I, of sad old men. Sp- I do. Yeah. I'm from an armpit of uh, Washington. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from uh, Bremerton, Washington. Okay. Oh, yeah. So Bremelos. I'm a Bremelo. Yeah. I'm a Bremelo. Okay. But I mean, but. But as is happening in Bremerton, what I've noticed in the past few years is Bremerton, you know, used to just always be called a notorious shithole. Like everyone's like, uh. right. but now it's yeah. started to become more popular okay. and people are starting to move there. And I've kind of noticed that same thing with Spokane. Spokane, actually, uh, I mean, I, I lived there years ago and then I went to L.A. for a long time, moved back to mm-hmm. Coeur d'Alene uh, this Coeur last year. I love Coeur d'Alene, but, you know, I'm half Lake an hour from Spokane. Yeah, my, my kids go to school in, in uh, Spokane Valley and it's like I've never really – but I will say, like, the downtown Spokane has really raised their game. Most places in the country, I feel like, because yeah. what's happened is, is you know, like, the, the hipster movement in L.A. Mm-hmm. and, you know, in Portland and Chicago and mm-hmm. everywhere else, you know, really got moving. But then home prices went up so much yeah. that all these people graduating high school and college, they're like, I want to be a part of that. And mm-hmm. then they move to these cities and they're like, I can't afford that. <laughs> yep. and, then, and, then they, and then they end up moving home, but then they want to bring their culture with, you know, that culture with them. Like, even in Coeur d'Alene, where I live, there's, like... You know, the depressed Jews places now, the little Pilates, really? uh, the, um, what's that weird workout cult? The, uh, the, uh, the um, what, the hot yoga? No, or? it's no. like CrossFit. <gasps> yeah. Oh. Weird yeah, CrossFitters, yeah. you know? Oh There's one God. right over here. Okay. And like, yeah, the they're kettle, working out outside. Like yeah, the, the CrossFit, like kettlebell yeah. people. Uh-huh. And they're just like women running around when it's like right. pouring rain outside, like carrying a kettlebell. Oh, yeah. I'm like, what? What are you, what's going on out there? It's like there? the workout version of Heaven's Gate somehow, <laughs> where it's like. <laughs> they are right? so into it. Like, I see all these girls, like, getting like matching kettlebell tattoos. Oh, yeah. Too much. It's too much. Thing. But I mean, I'm like, sure they're fit. You know, sure. great. You're going to live longer, but right, you know, right. but there's more to life. It's not really it? a guarantee. There's yeah. more to life than yeah. you know, vegetarian protein powder. You know, <laughs> kind of thing. But like, but but there's like that kind of stuff. That that element reminds you of like Silver Lake in L.A. I feel like mm-hmm. uh, there's a little bit of that in downtown Coeur d'Alene now. There's a little bit of that uh, in downtown Spokane now, where it's like they've made their peace with like, okay, I'm not going to live in San Francisco or whatever, but I also don't want to just eat at Denny's, yeah, and yep. Applebee's, yeah. and the Olive Garden, you know. And so they're opening up, you know, like cool little like uh, artesian coffee shops and, and cool little like and breweries yeah. and you know uh, ramen houses and different things that are stylish and fun. Yeah, so, a couple yeah. of our good friends just actually moved to Spokane and they love it there because they're a lot yeah. better. Mm. It's a lot said better. It's so much cheaper than Portland, and they're like right downtown. But they still right. do have like arts yeah. districts yeah. Yeah. and things to there's do, a, and like a decent comedy clubs. clubs. Yeah, there's a good comedy club good in Spokane. Now, club. Fine. It, it just opened a few years ago. A, like a real, you know, like helium level yeah. like, comedy club, which it had never had. Like when I started off there, it was like I remember, I remember one of my the roughest gig in my life uh, was where I started in Spokane. I remember doing like this bar in Hilliard, like an open. Mic. I think it was called like the Lucky Penny, like one of those classic, Aww. just you know, shithole names. Just a solid yeah. shithole name, <laughs> right? Right. And I, and I remember some guy messed with me from the bar. Like this guy, he was, I want to say heckler, but he was just so intellectually impaired. <laughs> He just didn't want a comedy show to be happening in his bar. And he was asking us to be quiet. I don't like this. Right, right. He just like, I don't want this to be happening. This is my shithole. And I don't I don't want you to be talking into that microphone anymore. And he was like, hey, he was just like, hey, you guys shut up. Like to the performers. He's like, shut up. Like he wanted to talk to his lady. How do you even do it? Like, do you know what that? That's not even, you're right. That's not even Well, I I, like just kind of was very sarcastic with it. And his response to sarcasm was breaking a bottle on the bar. Bar oh, and trying yeah. to stab me. <laughs> wow, so, that's the Spokane yeah. I remember. That's, that's, yeah. that's, 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 yeah. that's old Spokane. Yeah, old Spokane. <laughs> New Spokane is a nice comedy club with a cute menu and fun. <laughs> yeah. You probably won't be stabbed. Right, probably not going to be stabbed. 30% less stabbing. <laughs> no one's going to just show up there wanting to talk and be annoyed that you're doing a show. You know? <laughs> That would, so surreal. that would be the worst. He was trying to do something. Someone's like, "Shut up, <laughs> quiet, shut up." Quiet. Yeah, and, and he wasn't because he wasn't. It wasn't even about your material. Yeah, he he, just, was, he was literally just a, a dude, like an ex-con, muscled dude, trying to talk to the lady he wants to take home to his fuck shack. You know, and, which and that's the kind of guy that has a fuck shack. He has, yeah. a, fuck yeah. shack. Oh he has yeah. a small shed with condom wrappers 
and like you know cheap, wi- cheap whiskey. Right. <laughs> yeah. You want a drink? An old stained mattress, not on a frame. Yeah, you know, he's just like, on the ground. You want to fuck on the ground or on the mattress? <laughs> I'm a gentleman. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and that that was the old that was the old one oh, pillow. Well, you can have the pillow. You can have the pillow. I haven't come on it much. <laughs> it's yours. Good old fashioned fuck shit. <laughs> Stop talking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want me to take you to the murder shack? We can, we can have fun it's in the right fuck shack. Or we can go to the murder shack. Yeah. You can't calm down. You tell me which shack you're into today. Come on, funny man. Right, come on, funny man. <laughs> I stopped talking to my dad 20 years ago. That's because I was trying to figure out a way to, to bring that back to the beginning. To the where old his, man. Where his dad was the hail man. Oh, the hail man. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's like, that's why, that's why they stopped talking because his dad didn't approve of the uh, murder shack. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> you know, I can Handed tell down him. the fuck shack. But. <laughs> yeah. I was dad's fuck shack. Yeah. Back when his dick worked in the, yeah. in the good old yeah. days. Yeah. He ain't using it anymore. He ain't using it. <laughs> <laughs> you know I can tell when someone's killing it in here when I can hear Nick's little tittering laugh. That's awesome. You're going to be back in. You're going to Spokane in a month, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I like November 9th, I think. Yeah, yeah, ninth, yeah. tenth, eleventh. I'll be doing shows there. It was at that not stabby comedy. At club. the not stabby comedy mm. club. So that that will be fun. They uh, yeah, it's in a cool little part of downtown. They got like a one of those um, uh, arcade bars next door now. Oh, I think. cool. Just fun stuff, <laughs> fun little uh, vinyl record shop slash uh, restaurant across the street. Nice. Yeah, they're they're making an effort. They're making an effort. So, uh, they're trying real hard. Trying hard. Yeah. They're trying hard. <laughs> yeah. No, it's good. It's good. Uh, yeah. And Coeur d'Alene's good too. It has a lot. Of, you know, a lot of cool little spots. So yeah, it's uh, life. Life is good. I like being back in the Northwest. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I still go to LA quite a bit. You know, trips and stuff. But it's you know, it's an easy flight. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so and, close. Uh, and we were just yeah. talking before we went on about your podcast. Time yeah, sucks, been... which I wanted to bring up. Yeah, you, Greg you was were just very at the LA Podfest. Yeah, I just did like a little preview night for the Podfest. It was fun. I just did my first last weekend, my first live show, and it was really cool. Just in this uh, venue uh, called the Improv Lab, which is like the Hollywood Improv has like a oh a sister like like a it's literally part of the same building, but mm. they converted this. I think it used to be offices or something next door to another little performance space. And it only seats about 50, 60 people, but it was full of, uh, they, you know, we sold out uh, that little venue and it was full of people wearing Time Suck t shirts. And, and, oh, cool. and it was you. very That's cool. Awesome. And it, was, it was cool to, like, I had no idea how alive, because, you know, when, when I do my podcast, it's just me. And it's just me reading off a computer because I put together all these notes and everything. It's just mm-hmm. one subject each week, mm-hmm. and it's very information heavy. So I can't just like conversationally do it. I gotta like make sure I'm getting all my facts right, right? Because you know it's like flat Earth theory one week, it's you know uh, Ted Bundy another week. Or <gasps> oh my god, I just finished uh, Anne Rule's audio book. Oh yeah, Stranger about, Beside yeah, Me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holy mm-hmm, shit, mm-hmm. that was one of the most fascinating things I have. He ever was a, read. a fascinating, wow. fascinating serial killer. So, so my stuff is all you know, just Scientology, whatever. One topic each week. Could mm-hmm. be Amelia Earhart. It could be something more, you know, positive. Teddy Roosevelt, whatever. Greg was really That's excited what, to read about your lizard people. Oh yeah, well, yeah. space lizards. Well, the space lizards. I mean, just looking at this, so this pretty much looks like my Google search history awesome. because I will just randomly yeah. look stuff well, up. And that's the point. Like of, whatever's on yeah. television, I'm like, whoa, what's that? Okay, fine. Teddy Roosevelt. Right, Let's right, find out some more right. information. Like, or, yeah, and Rasputin. That's I, and that's or, what I wanted it to be. Is I, um, it's all listener suggested topics. I want it to be stuff that you find fascinating, but mm. maybe don't have the time to really learn uh, about in depth. And I thought, well, like, well, I'm, I want to learn about this stuff anyway. Mm-hmm. And then if I could put it in a, in a in an interesting narrative. And then make it funnier, hopefully, than let's say like – like I like – you know, there's great podcasts like Dan Carlin, Hardcore History. Mm. I don't have the attention span to listen about the Mongols for 12 hours. I just don't. Yeah. I'm interested, yeah. but I constantly am tuning out because it's – he's passionate, but he's not, a, he's not a humorous. He's not trying to be a humorous guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just very informative. Right, informative. Mm-hmm. So I try to like make the information funny as well so that it maybe sticks more. Mm-hmm. And, and the emails I get are great. You know, where it's like people have like cool dinner conversations now or like people will like – their brother might live in Philly. They live in Chicago and they'll listen to it every week but then talk about about it afterwards, you know. And That's just, cool. It's just Isn't that the best part of doing a podcast? Yeah, too, is how yeah. It, like it connects like people, yeah. other people, all over. Yeah. yeah, the whole community is, yeah. is, is like growing. Like you're out just of this. the vehicle, and they, right. They're all connecting. Yeah, yeah I'm building That's an awesome. app right now specifically to enhance the community part of it, where people like oh. a message board system and stuff, where people can like discuss these things 
with people who are also very interested in them. That's and cool. It is, it is fascinating. Yeah, the first episode with the lizard Illuminati, that was the weird thing that kicked <laughs> me off. That's such an interesting conspiracy. Oh, yeah. Like, like, I love a good conspiracy, but that one is so preposterous. Yeah, it's, it's very out there. And so the, out there. And the people that believe it, like, they believe it. Oh, like, yeah. No, there are lizard people in the yep. government that are yep. running everything. And, and, and I love with those, whenever I come across a conspiracy, because I've done a fair amount of them on the show now, I just, I'm always like, well, what's the angle? Yeah. What mm-hmm. is somebody getting out of this? You know, yeah. like, and, and if I can find a good, you know, explanation for that, then I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll entertain this. Like the CIA, uh, I'm one of those, you know, wackos, I guess, that thinks that maybe they did kill Kennedy because I understand the motive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, he wanted to take away their power. They wanted to right. keep their power. Yeah. You know, uh, the Cold War was huge at that time where it's like, you know, people were very worried in a way we can't understand now about communism spreading around the globe, yep. especially, you know, mm-hmm. high ranking military people. If they see him as a threat to that and they see him as being soft and weak on it and they really start to believe that like, oh, my God, if this this guy is going to open up the floodgates and all of a sudden the communists are going to be in America and then mm-hmm. they're going to take us over and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. If they see him as enough of a threat, yeah. then maybe they take him out. You know, kind of. But with the lizard people, it's like, let me get this straight. <laughs> so lizards from space came to Earth. <laughs> To help form the initial societies, built underground tunnels to mine monoatomic gold. Clearly. Which is a thing that is not even real. It's a, it's, <laughs> if, you, if you try to, like, buy monoatomic gold, it only shows up on, like, weird websites that sell, like, a lot of crystals and things like that. Like Angel uh, yeah, Fire okay. websites? Yeah, like, very strange. Yeah, mm. like, very strange websites. So I was like, okay, so that, but they want to eat that, and they eat that so they can shapeshift. So they can pretend to be humans to manipulate us into wars and famines because they feed off of negative emotion, but also work with Satan. Like it's so convoluted. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. And so, and it's like, Re- really? Yeah. Like, why? If these things are that powerful, <laughs> why don't they just walk around? Why don't they just walk around? Like, <laughs> if, they, if they want to cause turmoil, just be lizard people. Yeah. Walk around the streets and just fucking like whip us and shit. <laughs> and you know, go kill some kids at a park. You know, yeah. that'll cause turmoil. Yeah. It's like, but why do they? Yeah. They have to be secretive and nefarious. <laughs> It's like, no, they don't. No, if just being a lizard person would be enough to cause turmoil. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. just that. Just existing. Just existing. Yeah. My, and my favorite part, this guy David Icke is the main proponent of that theory. Uh, he's this weird British you know, nut. And uh, and, and he thinks, his, one, like a couple years ago, he, he, he's always adding to the mythology of the lizard people. <laughs> and he thinks that the moon is not a moon. The moon is kind of like a Death Star, like a Star Wars Death Star. It's a hollowed out base, space oh, base. I've heard this one, yeah. Full yeah. of thought control technology. And what mm. cracks me up is like the, the lack of logic with this stuff, uh, he, like he's sitting there, he's like, "Well, you know, the lizards are using their their, their moon base to control our thoughts," <laughs> and I'm like. Well, then why are they controlling your thoughts, you fucking dumb shit? <laughs> how, how are, are you the you, guy? Yeah. How are you the guy? They're like, we can't fuck with David Icke. <laughs> he slipped through the cracks. Right, right. We can't fuck with this elderly <laughs> lunatic, you know, that no one takes seriously. We're going to let him have his own thoughts. Yeah. But the leaders of the world. We, He's the one man right, standing. Right, yeah. right, right. We can, we can get the Queen of England, but David, who? Oh, damn you, Mr. Ike. You and your brave lizard fighting. I, uh, what I love is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, with that guy, is uh, I'm starting this new, it's going to be a secret podcast for like premium listeners, mm-hmm. like, uh, like a little bonus one. And part of it is just going to be a community thing of like doing updates on previous episodes. Mm-hmm. You know, people can send in voice messages and stuff. But but I'm going to have this end of it. It's going to be the re- recurring kind of little end of each episode. Is David Icke's uh, worst fear <laughs> is that space lizards are monitoring him and following him and, and like you know checking yeah. on him all the time. Mm-hmm. So to be the premium listeners are going to be called space lizards. And David Icke <laughs> has a podcast, and I'm going to play clips of his podcast that that we will then mock. And so I really will be monitoring him. So it's going to be this weird thing of life or of art imitating life where his worst fear is being monitored by space lizards. He will be monitored by space lizards who are part of a secret society he doesn't know about. Oh, this is amazing. It's brilliant. This is going to be so fun where it's like unbeknownst to him, there really is a group of people in a secret group called space lizards watching his every move. Oh, that is a thing of beauty. (laughs) So so do you have people coming up to you all the time suggesting things? Oh, yeah. I get so many emails. Yeah. Because that's – because all I want to be is like, are, have you done one on the Mandela Effect yet? I have. You have? I have done Mandela Effect. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Yeah. I need to listen to I that. I was just talking about Mandela Effect, actually, to a friend that was hanging out with Bruce the, in the green room with Bruce Campbell waiting to do these segments. His, <gasps> Did you hear him name drop there? I was hanging out in the green well, room. Well, no. I, only, because of, <laughs> only because of Mandela Effect because like his friend who was with him, who was a stunt guy. I can't remember this guy's name, but he was a stunt guy in LA. He randomly brought up the Mandela Effect, and he's a believer in the Mandela Effect. Yeah. And I did a bunch of research, research on it. I, I don't... 
Do you believe? Or do I you don't believe. believe. What I, the conclusion I came to is there's um, a thing called false memory syndrome, mm-hmm. and I and I kind of think that that really uh, plays with Mandela effect. There's some interesting stuff out there, like the Berenstein Berenstein, like the Berenstein yeah. Berenstein, uh, or like the the Shazam. Like he believes. In oh yeah. Stuff. I, I didn't want to make a confrontation with him. He's a super cool guy, <laughs> but like. Uh, Especially sh- before like 9 a.m. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> but, the, but like the Shazam Kazam thing, uh-huh. th- they actually have traced that back to a Reddit post where it's like there was this one Reddit post uh, years ago. Was like, Does anyone remember seeing a movie called Shazam with Sinbad? No one responded to it. Mm-hmm. A couple years go by, another person posts. Like, I, and, they, and they phrased it in like a leading question kind of way. Like, there's a reason leading questions are illegal in courtrooms because you can make people believe things that never yeah. happened. Like it's proven, like the way the mind works. Mm-hmm. And and they they asked it was like more of a statement of like uh, has anyone else seen Shazam? I remember watching it and blah blah blah. And they described, but they acted as if like, well, I've seen this. Has anyone else? Yeah, yeah it clearly exists. And then yeah. a few other people slowly like, started oh, to add, yeah, like, oh yeah, yeah sure. I think so. Yeah, and then it built from there, so they can trace that one to this exact moment of it spreading. From this, and then there's other things that went on. Cold, like like Sinbad was actually hosted a, a a movie marathon of these old Sinbad pirate movies that he wasn't in. Like like movies, from, silent movies from mm-hmm. like the 30s. Just because he has the same name, well, he dressed. He looks like a more of a genie than mm-hmm. he does a pirate. So there is pictures of Sinbad dressed as a genie at the same time that Kazam came out, where Shaq is dressed as mm-hmm. a genie. So people and, have conflated the two. And yep, the combination okay. of anything created this whole false memory kind of thing. Because huh. in the, in that part of the episode, the false memory it was a uh, a Seattle psychologist actually. I think her last name is Loftus. I can't remember her first name, but she's done tons of research about false memory stuff, and it's fascinating. And that led me down this weird time suck of. Uh, the satanic scare of the 80s, where this is so t- sad underneath it. But mm. um, there was this huge satanic pedophilia scare in the 80s where people were convinced that satanic cults were uh, molesting kids across mm. America. And, and it can be traced back to this one book that came out in like 1979, and I'm blanking on the name now. <gasps> I know which one you're t- are you talking about. Um, like it was like Mr. the true Crowley's account. Or? Yes. I know exactly. Yes. I've read that book. Uh, Fuck, I cannot remember the name. And, and it's complete bullshit. And it's but, complete bullshit. And it's, it's all about the witch. Cra- yes. as being true. It, and it was this woman who, it was written by her psychologist and her and her, a guy that she actually she was in a relationship. He was in a relationship. Uh, she was his therapy patient. And all of a sudden, she, she starts remembering through hypnosis all these these crazy. Michelle remembers. Oh. Yes, Michelle remembers. Uh-huh. That's what started the whole thing. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, it, that and book is Michelle fucked up. Re- now I've got to. Oh, because it's kind of like uh, go ask yeah. Alice. Okay. But it's with, but with like satanic well, and, stuff. And there was yeah. a huge book tour behind Oprah, and everybody had had this uh, this woman on, and it was purported as being a hundred percent true, like a true story. Even though the initial reviews by critical press members were like, "This is bullshit." Yeah. And for, well, that never got a lot of play. The only thing that got play in mainstream America was, oh my God, There's this woman when she was a girl in Vancouver, Washington, or Vancouver, Canada, was molested by these high-ranking local officials who were also members of a satanic cult. And it's complete nonsense. Like th- that story in particular was she thought like there was these crazy rituals, some of, the, some of them that went on for weeks in this cemetery in her town in, in like, wow. uh, Victoria, actually, not Vancouver. Wow. I think it was Victoria. And um, – with crazy chants and crazy th- – and, and, and there was all these high-ranking members of society, like the mayor and all these people. And part of their thing was they would – they were missing one of their fingers because that was part of their initiation, right? And they sacrificed babies to the devil Jesus. and they had sex with her to please the devil. Well, the cemetery is surrounded by a neighborhood where if any of this shit would have went on, yeah. the entire neighborhood would be like, what the fuck are you doing yeah. with the baby? <laughs> what are you doing? Knock it off. Why, why are you wearing the fucking hood, Quiet you weirdos? Down. Yeah. Aren't you the mayor? Like it would be so obvious. Yeah. And and if these fuckers were, if they were missing their fingers, right. wouldn't somebody notice? Hey, that's weird that the mayor's missing his index finger. <laughs> yeah. and, Surely it's a coincidence, and, right? And yeah. the head of the and the principal's missing his index <laughs> finger, and they God. do talk about Satan a lot, but like. It was just completely sensational nonsense. I remember but, like some of that satanic scare stuff. Yep. Mm. The, well, the, well, the book got so much play that now people across America now they're remembering things. Uh huh. And and, and uh, horrible stories. And- there was a uh, in I think it was Redondo Beach. It was Laguna, Redondo Beach, Manhattan Beach, that little area of like South Bay, kind of L.A., mm. where uh, there was this poor daycare where this kid. Uh, something happened to him. I think it ended up he, he was molested actually by a family member or something. But in interrogation, he says he was molested at daycare. Under questioning, starts revealing that he was um, – he, now he remembers being molested by people in weird hoods talking about Satan. And then all these oh, crazy stories came out where like the craziest stuff was there was a toilet that was a fake toilet where they would essentially flush the kids down to a basement where they would um, – witches flying around on fucking broomstick. I'm not even – t- this guy were molesting kids and doing fucking spells with the devil. 
laughable shit that gets presented in a court of law, and the, and the court will be like, nah, this is fucked up. we got to take care of this. This whole daycare, these people were sent to prison. Jesus. They were convicted of outrageous crimes that were then discounted when it was too late, when they'd already lost their family daycare, when some of them had died, when, like, you oh know, their God. lives are destroyed. They're like, just kidding. Turns out, like, the, the investigators were doing very leading questions, trying to push the satanic agenda, and that happened all over America. God. Numerous daycares went out of business. Numerous people were sent to prison for being satanic pedophiles. Like, just oh, a modern-day witch hunt. Right, right, right. Like, Salem, Salem witch hunt. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. And, and that, by the way, if uh, like I think the best way to get roughly butt fucked in prison is to go in as a satanic pedophile. Yeah, yeah. Even uh, that's not going to end. Well. Even other pedophiles are like, no. Yeah, I'm bro, not touching that. Fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so it's like these, these lives were preposterously destroyed. But it was all like, and the Mandela effect to me is that has a big part of it. It's just like interesting false memory stuff. Yeah. Well, I can't wait to listen to that episode in all of your episodes. Because no wonder this is so popular. I'm like fascinated by all this. It, already. It's it's fun stuff to learn about. Like flat, yeah. flat Earth theory was a popular one early on that we still talk about now. Where I constantly get updates from like flat earthers, like the, like the uh-huh. rapper Bob. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. The, I love whole campaign. Home, to, he's raising uh, a millionaire. Like, he was trying yeah, to get a sat- yeah, satellite. He's trying to get satellites, uh, blimps, all kinds of stuff yeah, to, to prove, prove that the Earth is flat. Yeah, he was raising like two hundred fifty thousand dollars. I think something. that was the start, and I think maybe he's gone for more. Actually, I'm going to look it up right now. Well, see, yeah, but... exactly, because it raised, it increased. Uh huh. Because oh, people are giving him money. Oh yeah, but only like six or seven thousand last time I checked, and he, and he wants see. to raise a bunch. But what I love about that is like, dude, you don't trust any of the existing satellite photos. Yeah. How is this going to be different? It's like that thing goes up. It's like oh, they hacked that. That's not exactly real. Yeah. exactly. Well, that's like, kind of the society we live in now. Like oh, I don't believe it. Never right, mind. Right. Yeah, you can just say like oh, and, I discount and, that. And I'm all for questioning. I think it's like good to, to intellectually question things. But people have taken it so far. Yeah, just like a stupidity denial. Just like yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, right. Like with no like no answer. There's yep. like nope. I just don't believe that. Well, and, exactly. Mm-hmm. That, that's what's infuriating is when, like when you ask somebody like, well, why why do you believe your side of it? Because I don't. Yeah, but but why? What's the what? Okay, because I don't. What's your mm-hmm. proof? Like, yeah. yeah, and I love where are your facts or what are we going? Yeah, with? I yeah. just know. When we were talking about the agenda thing earlier, when you're like, okay, well, what's the angle? Uh, I love there was this one group that my favorite group of flat earth theories because there's various segments that believe different angles on it. Is this group of people who believed that the whole thing is a ruse to funnel money to the Illuminati through NASA funding? Mm-hmm. Is, is what they believe. Is like is like they believe everybody with the Illuminati. Right, right. God oh damn. yeah, my kids. My kids say that kids talk about it at school all the time. The Illuminati. Seriously, Not, seriously. I thought that was like 2008 when like that back. Was peak Illuminati. Oh, yeah. it's back. It's back. Yeah. Okay. And Dan Brown. That was kind of the peak. I yeah. 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 <laughs> well, they they believe that um, uh, the earth is flat for sure and that you know, people in power have known this for a long time and then like the moon landing was faked <laughs> of course. to uh, you know, show the Russians we're stronger than you during the Cold War and then to keep up the ruse that the moon landing was faked we got to keep up the space program you know, uh, facade and, uh, but all the money actually going to NASA is actually going to the flat earth and NASA has ice guards on the perimeter because they believe that earth is like a pie and, on, and Antarctica is the crust. I've always wondered that. I'm like, did they just think that there's just like waterfalls off of the end no, of the earth? No, no. It's, yeah. it's, it's crazier. It's basically like, uh, okay, picture a pie. The very center is the North Pole. Okay. And okay. then spread out around that is, is the earth. And then on the perimeter to keep the oceans from flowing into space is Antarctica. And essentially this ice wall, this 400-foot high ice wall, kind of like Game of Game Thrones. Game of Thrones, yeah. Okay. yeah. And they believe that uh, to keep people from figuring out that you could essentially just fall into space – NASA in in a line with other you know uh, one world government kind of countries uh-huh. you know kind of thing has this perimeter of guards keeping us from finding out the truth around this ice wall. Well, one of my listeners was a military contractor, and it's hilarious to me. He just like wrote down the logic to create a military perimeter around the circumference of the entire Earth. Yeah. Would cost, I think he figured it out, like roughly $75 trillion a year. Oh my God. The entire budget of the US government that we're getting it is like less than $5 trillion. Yeah. So it's like these fucking idiots. It's like, so. Let alone the number or- of people to keep that secret. Right. You know? Know? Secret. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let alone all these other logic holes. <laughs> like there'd be it's like, more people yeah. there than there are. Right. Yeah. So, you, so you think that <laughs> they're going to spend $75 trillion to make a few billion. Oh, that's just so weird that you're all so bad at numbers being such an idiot. That's, that's weird that you don't understand fucking anything. Yeah. It's, but they're just idiots. They're just idiots. Yeah. So it's like I try to be very open-minded on the podcast, but I take a hard stance on just idiocy. Like yeah. I actually have a segment now called Idiots of the Internet where I just ruthlessly mock stupid people on YouTube. Because I'm like, no, we, we need to take a stand on that. Yeah. 
because otherwise, you know, if, if that's acceptable, then all right, let's just idiocracy. Here we come. Let's just right. let's just all be fucking dumb from now on. Let's not even try anymore to have intelligent discussions. <laughs> How many times uh, do you do it like once a week? Your podcast? Mm-hmm. Yeah, once a week. Oh, that is so Well, amazing. once a week, but then I, I made this thing where every 100 iTunes reviews, I do like a bonus episode. And then that's kind of caught on lately where I might have to, I don't know, I don't want to change the deal. But now it's been like every two weeks I have to do a Friday bonus episode, mm-hmm. which is good. It's good to get the ratings because I'm a, yeah. appreciative You're of it. It's kind of popular. Like, <laughs> but it's a lot of work. Like yeah. these things are like 30 hours of research for each yeah. episode. So I'm like, I can't. Two week episodes kill me. Like I'm like strung out by the end of it. Oh, I bet. But uh, but it is fun. Like the the next bonus one is this next Friday. It's going to be Amityville, Amityville Horror. Ooh. Uh, just, you know, kind of Halloween doing something like a haunting. Oh, look into that. Uh-huh. Look into the murders that supposedly led it to the haunting. And then, like this month, it's kind of a murderer. I guess uh, this Monday is this, is this Russian serial killer, the the Rostov Ripper, this Andrei Chilichenko. Oh, fucking! Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, oh, the serial God. killer, right? Yeah, yeah. If he, he would have been in the mm-hmm. states, he'd be more. He was more prolific as far as killing uh, than Bundy. Kind of a Richard Ramirez type, almost, where it's mm. like just the brutality of it. Like he was fucking savage. Like these people met very horrible ends. Oh, and I read a little bit about him. And then that guy in. Uh, What's the, the the South American guy? The Colombian guy? Oh, God, yeah. yeah. He's on my list, too, yeah. of far as listeners. Yeah, the guy with all the kids. Yeah. Oh, Ugh, my God. Like, horrible shit. No, that, in that know, country, they had some crazy thing where it's like the maximum you could go to prison, kind of like in some Scandinavian countries, uh, like 20 years. Yeah. So this guy, like, definitely killed, like, hundreds of kids. And they're like, you get in there for 20 years. Oh, yeah. And then best that- of luck when you get out. And then, of course, he goes back to killing kids. Oh, my God. It's yeah. like, uh, uh, th- those are those things where I'm like, are you sure you don't believe in the death penalty? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Are you sure? It's not working for you. Right. Can we please kill a couple of these people? Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Even an accident in prison or something. This, this, uh, you know. And it's crazy. Like the, 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 the Russian thing, there's this uh, courtroom footage of this Andrei Chilichenko where it's like, they put him in like a Hannibal Lecter cage for the trial. I guess which is fairly common over there. Like, he's in a cage during the trial. Like with the mouth thing? Not with everything? the mouth thing. Okay. He, he's um, free to move his hands. No, he's not. Oh, even, okay. but, but he's in a metal, like he's in a cage. Oh, in an, the actual cage. Enclosed okay, cage gotcha. in, in the trial. Yeah. And he would just do the most outlandish shit during the courtroom. I just watched these documentaries at one point because his big thing was he was impotent. And a lot of his, he found out that basically the only way he could uh, uh, get sexual satisfaction was through brutality. That's what wow. made him hard was just not even sex, just the just being, just brutal. beating and cutting and torturing, you know, yes. and stuff. And uh, but, but then to sh- I don't know to prove how impotent he was at one point, like in the middle of the courtroom, there's victims' families. He just starts, he just throws his pants down and starts waving his fucking flaccid dick around and starts Jesus. kind of like jerking off his limp dick to show, like, look at this, it's useless. Look at this curse he's been born with. Wow, this is why I must kill because of my limp dick. Oh my god, yeah. insanity. Right. Jesus. Even though I don't want to, no, I'm kind of probably going to look that up. He, he's so morbidly fascinating because yeah. he's so extreme. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Well, find out this and so many other amazing things (laughs) on On the comedy podcast. (laughs) It's hilarious. (laughs) Well, also, uh, (laughs) well, and you do have, did you just release your book? Too? No, that came out. It said September 30th. I don't know if it was this year or that. I don't remember. Maybe a year ago. I can't okay, remember. Okay, cool. But yeah, that was that was a fun little project. So that's just, still uh, there. Yeah, yeah. We might, we might be trying to get, I don't know. Now we're, I gave up on trying to get distribution, but now I actually just, uh, the other day my agent was like, ah, new agency wants to get into their lit department, see if anybody wants it. It's, it's just, it is a weird one. People compare it to like, go the fuck to sleep. Okay. But, it, but it's, it's, it's called Don't Wake the Bear? Don't Wake the Bear. Mm-hmm. No, actually, oh no, I'm sorry. The book is called Daddy Bear and Three Rabbits Meet the Real World. <gasps> okay. Yeah. The, oh, the album Don't Wake the Bear came out. Yes. I know gotcha. there's randomly a bear in both titles. <laughs> I had two jokes that reference What's bears. What's the bear thing? I know. I know. I feel like I'm the bear guy now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the book is uh, Daddy Bear and Three Rabbits Meet the And it's like a fake kids book. And it's, uh, nice. But it's more of like a morality tale wrapped in it. The, the premise is just this. This daddy bear is sick of reading his kids' traditional kids' book, like like the little choo choo, uh-huh. because it's bullshit. Like the message is like, no, this is not how the world works. Right. So he decides, like, you don't just have to think your way into accomplishing shit. You know, that's not reality. <laughs> and so he sets that book down. And it's like, let me tell you how things work. And he makes up a story called Three Rabbits Meet the Real World. They're basically like, you know, be like Rabbit Three. Don't be like Rabbits One and Two because these are idiots. One plays it too safe. One plays it too loose. One kind of plays a little bit, you know, uh, yeah, down, down the middle. middle. More calculated yeah. risk, you know, down the middle, and that's the message. But it's also like there's 
very graphic illustrations of like you know uh, a rabbit dying of erotic asphyxiation, and you know so he's hanging <laughs> in the closet with his little rabbit dick out, oh and there's God. another rabbit jerking off, and the you know and stuff. And so like to the point that like <laughs> this one printer wouldn't print the book unless I got rid of this one page, and I'm like, nah, it stays. So we had to find a new printer. <laughs> they just didn't feel right about. It. <laughs> So it'll be a tough sell, but we'll so, see. Hey, you know what? There's a market for everything. So. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so pick that up. Pick his album up. Listen to his podcast. I am yeah. so excited. Like, doing a podcast, I don't really listen to a lot of podcasts because I, I don't know, want to I actually – I don't want to take anything. Oh, yeah. But mine is very yeah. – it's so different. Yeah, it's just uh, me. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, that's, that's why, why I don't I'm listen going to listen to comedy podcasts. Yeah. I stay away from them right. just for that reason. Just yeah. I don't want to steal yeah. something. But um, – Oh, I'm, yeah, this I, right up, I think, both of our albums. This oh, afternoon, yes, when I go yeah. for my afternoon walk, I'm going to listen to the Mandela Effect one. Oh, yeah, that yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, I found a lot of good research about that. And I try to approach it from different angles, too, where it's like, I'll have my opinion, mm-hmm. but I also try to, like, uh, throw out the other side and be like, but, you know, there's these other, I mean, Here's that what was... they say. And, yeah. Well, as you said, you put, like, 30-plus hours oh, of yeah. research into it. So, I mean, it's well thought out. Yeah, that was a, that was a very interesting, a lot of interesting, like, uh, thought kind of bombs in that one, like... Uh, I came across some Neil deGrasse Tyson research where, like, awesome. uh, there, he's Greg a, Oh, really? Oh, I, well, uh, yeah. He I has like some interesting theories. Tyson, yeah. His theory about Mandela effect, uh, uh, if I'm remembering this correctly, I think I am, is he believes like uh, there's a possibility. And he, I think he put it as high as fifty percent, and this is very crazy, but also like, oh, okay, yeah. Where like we're moving with tech advancements and like you know nanotechnology and biotech and artificial intelligence and all that kind of stuff to this transhumanism phase where we're going to be enhanced, essentially. We're going yeah. to have, like, little nanobots repair our DNA. Yeah, and we're close and to we're that close, And we're close, and we're close. We could have, you know, uh, like, you know, robotic limbs and everything. Well, eventually, the last stage of that is replicating human consciousness in an in a inorganic state, you mm-hmm. know, like a, some kind of hard drive, essentially, for our brain. Yeah. And when we get to that place, then we don't need carbon-based bodies anymore, and now we're in the post-humanism phase, which is... Human consciousness, but but not actually a living organism in the way yep. we've thought of so far. Mm-hmm. Where you could be like the lawnmower man, you could be like you know in, in, yep. in the machine or or a robot or whatever. And when we make it to that phase, there if if, if we last long enough, that we'll probably outlast the planet in a sense where some cataclysmic event could come that could destroy carbon based life, but the machines could live on. Yeah, you know, and 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 because they don't need food and blah 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 and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, he thinks that like there's a chance that these machines then to kind of just you know examine their own. Past are running these advanced simulations. Is that the yeah. one? Is that uh, Elon, Musk. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Another guy who's talked about this. Yeah, yeah how we're like mm-hmm. not actually. Greg has blown my mind with this. How we're yeah. not actually yeah, existing, but we're right. like, rep, like basically we've moved so we're far. We're a computer yeah, we're, program. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. And so and so if there's if they're running these various computer simulations. There could be little glitches in it, essentially, mm-hmm. where all of a sudden one thing that happened in the simulation in our simulated past got changed, or there was two simulations and one kind of bled into the other, mm-hmm. and that's why some people remember Berenstain and some people ble- remember Berenstain, you know, kind of things. Right. So, but it's like mind blowing yeah. stuff, and it's like yeah. the alternate timelines, right? Like some people yep. get stuck. Yep. Like uh-huh. we're in the yep. timeline, we're like. Trump won the presidency, and the right, other one is like, right, I've read exactly. about those. Well, there's different like, theories about that, too. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It's just like, we're like in the, yeah. what if this happened? And, and one theory like, is all computer. Yeah. One theory is mm-hmm. that all that stuff, as opposed to being like uh, more faith-based, like uh, supernatural, that, that theory is that it's all from tech. Mm-hmm. It's just like mm-hmm. there's these super powerful future computers right. who are able to run a zillion different, you know, like uh, different simulations simultaneously. Yeah. You know, just to and see we're just what living would in one of them, just yeah. to see what would happen, which is like, ah, what? Oh, yeah. so, oh it it's crazy. Hurt. It's so amazing. Yeah. It is crazy stuff. Ah, yeah. All right, well, Dan is uh, also a comedian. Cool. I yes. know. Yeah. <laughs> you do have a show tonight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, my gosh. It's always such a pleasure to have you on. This is so fun. Oh, thank you. So, heliumcomedy.com. You can get your tickets yeah. right there. Go see two shows tonight, two shows tomorrow. Yep. Of uh, of Dan here in town. And check out Dan's website, too. It's very well put together at dancummins.tv. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And that, that links to the podcast and everything else, too, yep. right? Yep. Okay, dancummins.tv. Sure. Go there, check it out. We will be listening to Time Suck later on today. <laughs> yes. um, Dan, yeah, thank you so much Thanks, for coming Greg. in. Oh, Thanks, Sarah. Awesome. This yeah. is an amazing Anyways, way to start I a love Friday. Seeing you guys. <laughs> yes, you too. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a bit with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. 
Dan Cummins, right, right here on Fun Employment Radio. Yeah, listen to that. We did not oversell that. Like, I was, list, I, usually I don't re listen to our interviews, but I actually mm-hmm. listened to that because I thought it was so funny. I was still laughing at the same things again the second time around. Oh, yeah. No, and then I it talked to him so after cold. we went off air. I was talking about the Rose City Comic Con stuff and DARPA and all that. But it, he is really cool. You Definitely guys are go very check much him out. on the same, like, weirdo page. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's why I was saying, like, his mm-hmm. website, I'm like, oh, yeah, I would totally look that up. I'd look that up. I'd look that up. I'd look that up. It's like he's <laughs> done all your research for you, Greg. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Now I'll just listen to his show. <laughs> I know. Um, so Dan Cummins, go get tickets to see him tonight at Helium Comedy Seriously, Club. I throw out the one thing that I would be interested in. I'm like, what about the Mandela effect? He's like, oh, of course I already did one about that. <laughs> you have to do the Mandela this effect. And this. Like, it, it's just amazing. It is awesome. Um, all right. We also need to do something here before we end today, and that is... I have to make some predictions here. People are very excited about my predictions. I can't wait to hear you talk about a little something that happened yesterday that I I actually watched. (laughs) (laughs) I hope you have it queued up from when you made a prediction at the beginning. 2018 baseball season starts uh, Uh, in April, I think. uh (sighs) You didn't get the job done, Greg. I did not get the job done. (laughs) (laughs) The Nationals didn't get the job done. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Every week here. You were a little slow on your balls. I know. I'm sorry. Uh, every week here, of course, I make my three predictions about college football over the weekend because I spend hours and hours and hours. It's why I don't sleep much, because I spend so much time analyzing college football scores and like who's going to play and what's going to happen and who's the mascots and you know those kinds of things, technical stuff. And... Here's what's going to happen. Yes, Greg is I just make so burdened these. with all the technicality. If everybody would like to go to Las Vegas and place a bet based on my picks, totally cool. I understand. Just remember to send send the tithe. Don't waste your money. Wait, are you you have to touch on the thing that happened yesterday. You're going to talk about it, right? What? Well, I don't know what you're talking Greg, about. Greg, just bring it up in case somebody doesn't follow sports because you were correct last year. So let the record show. Last year, you're right. Let's talk about last year. So last year, before the Major League Baseball season started, I made a prediction on who would win. And I said the Chicago Cubs were going to win the World Series. And lo and behold, of course, they did. So this year, 2017, I don't remember. Greg didn't really do decided it this year. to predict. And he said over and over again, numerous times, actually recorded clips of himself saying this because he was so confident that he thought the Washington Nationals were going to go all the way. I don't so last recall. Night, it was... Sudden death. The Nationals against the Cubs. Both had won two games. This was game five. Whoever wins that moves on. Whoever loses is out. It was touch and go there for a while. Uh, Nationals were ahead for quite some time. Then the Cubbies pulled ahead. And the the Nationals could never catch up. And the Nationals were knocked out. Thus, for to do, there lieth the end of no here's the deal so there was a really bad ump call and they said that it should have been called that uh the cubs had players out instead they scored runs had that not happened the nationals would have won therefore i technically will just call this one a wash because the umps screwed over the nationals but also our friend nick was telling me some fun uh like knowledge about the nationals i didn't know that they were supposed to come to portland and instead they ended up going to dc well like all kinds of Okay, that's a side thing. They have a seedy underbelly, so they didn't deserve to The Nationals used to be the Montreal Expos. Montreal Expos were going to come to Portland. There was a uh, casino that was going to be built, and then Portland was going to get a free stadium. uh, But then Portland turned it down, and they went to Washington instead. That's where we're at. So technically speaking, we'll call it a wash. All right. So Greg was wrong. So the team that he predicted to win the entire World Series is now no longer... In the running toward becoming well, America's next top World Series. As Edward in the chat says, in another timeline, I was right. So, all right, <laughs> let's make our three predictions. Okay. Sarah, I have graciously sent over the list to you Why so you that you can pick one of, the, one of the games. We also have in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live, 690 a month. The first week is free. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jesmond asked me to make a prediction. Uh, it was, who was it? Like North Carolina, I think, or Virginia. Maybe you can repost that in there. I'll, oh, yeah. North Carolina versus Virginia. All right. <sighs> Big game. Big game. University of Virginia Cavaliers. The Cavaliers, Sarah, versus the North Carolina Tar Heels, because they don't run from nobody. I think that's what a Tar Heel is. I don't really remember. I thought it was some sort of, like, uh, oil mining. I had doubt in North Carolina. No, I think it's they don't run. I have no the idea. Tar Heels will stand I, their ground. I don't know. Um, Is this a different link than you usually send me? It doesn't have the same stats and everything. Oh, maybe. 
I don't like this one. Oh, you're a little upset about this one. Okay. Well, because I can't. I don't feel like I have all the knowledge. The winner. To... There it is. Place your bets of Virginia versus North Carolina. North Kakalaki. Don't say that. Will be the Virginia Cavaliers. Virginia Cavaliers will win. Who? Who? Are, they'll win against who? The win against North Carolina. Okay. Guaranteed. Write it down. Don't even bother watching the game. You already know the answer. Sarah, go ahead and give me one. Hit me. Uh, I want to go. Hit me with one. Do you want some more time to pick it? Um, I can pick another one myself. I got another one. All right. How about I want number 25, Navy. Okay. Versus Memphis. Navy's 5-0. Memphis is 4-1. Navy with their triple option attack. Got a lot of runners. Strong, strong guys going into the Navy. You're like really overwhelming. Tough. Men of honor. Versus the Memphis Tigers. I hear there's good barbecue in Memphis. Music. Do you? Elvis was from West Memphis. Look it up. It's true. The winner of that game, Sarah, that you so... So badly want me to pick. Oh, please. I cannot wait. Will be. Let me just say the people from Annapolis are going to be saying in the Navy. Da, 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 da. The Navy. Navy will win. Navy. The midshipmen, I believe, are are what they're called. I was going to say, ask you what their name is. Midshipmen. Midshipmen, yep, that's mm-hmm. it. Yep, I know my teams. No, you don't. You just looked it up. I saw you click on it. No, I didn't click on it. Mm-hmm. Right, are you doing another one? Yep, I'm doing one more. One final one here to wrap up the show. We've got um, Purdue versus Wisconsin. Purdue, the Boilermakers, against Wisconsin, the Badgers. <laughs> at Camp Randall Stadium in Madison, Wisconsin. Wisconsin's sitting at 5-0. and oh. Purdue 3-2. and two. Looking for the upset. Not going to happen. Badgers are dining on Boilermakers. Oh, boy. Wisconsin will win. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Now, what's a Boilermaker? They make boilers. That's really it? I think, that's, I think that really is it. I think, that's, I think that's all it is. Or they're just named after the drink. It's a shot of whiskey and a beer, isn't it? You drop a whiskey into a beer. I think that's a Boilermaker. Maybe that's what they're named after. Either way. I'm just going to let you work Badgers are out. drinking Boilermakers. Okay, Stay away from the angry drunk Badgers in Madison, Wisconsin. I went to Madison once. It was a pretty cool place. Cool. That's my story, bro. It's my story. And you okay. nailed it. So I do want to give a guarantees. So if you have been following the saga of our weird friend... On Bigfoot nine one one, who has been I drawing say out. Friend. Let's remove the friend. Okay, the weird guy <laughs> that we've been following um, for about a month now. He's been dragging this out. This little attention seeker. He has finally broken his silence, and I do have an update on his experience with Bigfoot. Will we get it Monday? You will get it Monday. I already Ooh. copied and pasted it. I have it saved. I emailed it to myself just in case he takes it down because, my God, man. It's gold. Sexy Squatch Secrets. No, he's like Sexy Squatch Secrets, yeah, because he's like trying to make it compelling. It's like it's like a freshman in college taking a creative writing course, and so mm-hmm. they use like way too many descriptive terms. Yes. And it just I goes on it. for way too long. Awesome. It's it's perfection. That will be on Monday then. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, uh, as you're heading into the weekend, don't forget to stop by Next Adventure. Next Adventure. Find sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. We love Next Adventure. NextAdventure.net. Celebrating their 20th year in existence, Sarah. That is so amazing. It is it really is. NextAdventure.net is where you can shop there online, or you can go to Fun Employment Radio, and we've got a link right there. Or stop into their store on Stark and Grand. It is it's fun. I like going in there just to walk around, and then I make a list of the things that I want. Oh, yeah. Which is everything. Which That's is the secret. The everything. secret is everything. Yeah. <laughs> I want everything from there. Country secrets. It's oh, everything. my God. Greg wants everything. If they turn me loose in there for like a half hour. Oh, my God. I, know. I wonder if they'd let me do that. Like, keep whatever you can grab in 30 minutes. We'll have to ask Brian and Deke. Yeah, I'm sure that they'd be totally down to give you all their stuff. <laughs> all right, Greg. We'll give you 30 minutes. 10 minutes. I'll do 10 minutes. You'd do three minutes. I'd do three minutes. Mm-hmm. I would grab. I'd map it out, though. I know. I already know where I go. Where are the camping section? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. but no. All right, We're stop going to the ski section. 
Okay. That's a tough call. All right. Uh, don't forget, Portland Podcast Festival, December yes. 2nd. Follow us on Facebook. We're announcing so many podcasts. There's a lot of things being announced. Please follow that on Facebook and also on Twitter. We have a Twitter account for it. Uh, follow us there. And we'll be back on Monday with more Fun Employment Radio. .com. Bye, friends. Bye. Bye. Okay, bye. Why, why do you keep talking? I don't know. Okay, you're not doing good. <laughs> you're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.